morning, Middle Earth, and welcome to another Second Breakfast bonus episode. I decided to do uh, another Q&A now that we finished the, the, t- the main stories, basically. We finished reading and watching Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit, and now uh, it's just a void. It's a void. I do have a list of things that I would like to cover But, you know, the path is a little less defined now, so I thought it would be fun to just do a QA. and a This one is open-ended as opposed to other ones that I've done in the past where it's been like, ask me about my predictions regarding the Hobbit movies or ask me about my thoughts now that I've finished reading Lord of the Rings, you know. The majority of these questions are probably going to come from Instagram. Uh, However, I am also pulling questions from Discord and the Facebook group. Twitter, no one replied to the Twitter, to the Twitter to the tweet. No one replied to the tweet. So there are no questions from Twitter. But first, I'm going to answer a few baseline questions for people wondering, where is this train going? Great question. I have no idea. Um, No, I actually do. The first question that a lot of people asked was, are you doing the Silmarillion? Clearly, those people did not listen to the uh, last episode on the Hobbit movies that I did with Don Marshall, where I said within, I think, the first five minutes or so of the episode, yes, I am doing the Silmarillion. Um, Did not expect to be saying that ever, but I will be doing the Silmarillion. First, we're going to cover a lot of this random, silly nonsense. And I say silly. I don't think all of it is silly. I think a lot of it will be really great. But some of it is silly, considering some of it are VeggieTales parodies. So first, we are going to cover the animated movies. And Luke on Facebook actually asked if I would be letting people know what we are covering ahead of time so that you can watch it and where you can find it. Great question, Luke. The answer is yes. Um, Now, I'm not saying that you can watch the animated movies without purchasing them or paying for them because that would be wrong, right? Um, But I am going to let you know that if you Google search the name of the film followed by the year it came out in parentheses and you clicked on the Google search result that comes from the internet archive, you might find it. So for example, if you searched... The Hobbit, in parentheses, 1977, and you clicked on the results from internetarchive.com, something similar to that, and you happen to find the film that is not behind a paywall, that might be one way to watch them. Um, And I may or may not be linking... Okay, this is going too far. I will be leaving links whenever possible uh, for whatever content we're covering in each episode in the episode description. So if you want to watch it, just go to the episode description, click on the link. I will always do my best to try and find a way to watch or consume something for free. And if I can't, I will do my best to find the most affordable and accessible way for you to consume it as well. So a short answer to what's happening, what's next is through, I believe, the beginning of December, we will be covering the animated movies, that is The Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, and Return of the King. And then after that, I don't know. (laughs) After that, I will probably just keep you guys updated on a week-by-week basis, but I would imagine we will be starting the Silmarillion sometime around February or March of 2022. It might be a good year to ask Santa Claus for a copy of The Silmarillion, if you're interested. 
Okay, now diving into the questions. These first questions are going to come from Discord, which you can join the WBNE Discord server for $3 a month by going to patreon.com slash TolkienAboutPod. Becca asks, do you like preparing for book or movie episodes more? Um, They both have their pros and cons, definitely. The movies are much more, I don't know, fun. However, there's a lot more preparation that goes into that because it would usually take an hour to an hour and a half just watching and taking notes on each section of the movie. That doesn't even include looking up, you know, trivia and making sure that, oh, have I already said this one before? No, I haven't. Okay, add that to the list. Um, Whereas the book, it was, you know, I sat down for an hour and had some quiet time and read a chapter of a book. Claire asks, which of the 13 dwarves do you wish were female? All of them. Ryan asks, did you ever play pranks as a kid? Yes, we did lots of ding dong ditching in my neighborhood. And I do remember one time where some, where like the adult, he came out of his house and he like saw us and he was like, yeah, he was like, you come out here and but why would you ring the doorbell and run away? And he was really angry and we were really scared. And so we jumped out and we were like, we're so sorry. We didn't mean to do it. And that was probably the last time I ever played Ding Dong Ditch. (laughs) Carrie asks, if you could hug any animal without worrying about if it would hurt you, which one would you hug? See, I'm trying to think of an animal that like I want to hug that I think would normally hurt me. Because my answer for this is just a red panda. I just want the opportunity to hug a red panda. On Facebook, Marissa asks, if you could experience any part of the books with any characters, which part and who would you choose? Um, I would like to experience Bilbo's 111st birthday and I would like to experience that with... Can I just experience it with like a background hobbit? I don't want to experience... I don't want to go to no Battle of Pelennor Fields with, with Mary. I don't want to go to no... The Pyre of Denethor with Pippin, Bilbo's 111st birthday with random background hobbit who stays out of trouble. I got a lot of questions that were like, what's your favorite blank besides Lord of the Rings? I'm really sorry to tell you guys this. Lord of the Rings is not really my favorite anything. That sounds so harsh. Um, I don't think Lord of the Rings are my favorite movies. I don't think it's my favorite series. I don't think they're my favorite books. So I apologize for that. Anyway, Elise asks, what has been your favorite meme you've made out of all of this? I loved all of the Lucille Bluth Denethor memes that I ever did. If you don't know, Lucille Bluth is a character from the show Arrested Development. It is available on Netflix. You can watch it and I highly recommend watching it. It's a great show. When I was reading Return of the King, I was like, okay, here's Denethor. Let me find something to make for Denethor for this week. And I found this one quote. I found this one screen, you know, sh- screenshot. It's a, it's such an iconic Lucille Bluth moment. If you're saying I play favorites, you're wrong. I love all my children equally. I don't care for Joe. And then I just went down like a rabbit hole and I just kept finding quotes that applied from Lucille Bluth to Denethor. (laughs) And just the way that like, sorry, I just laugh. I mean, I can laugh at myself. It's fine. Everything I do is so dramatic and flamboyant. It just makes me want to set myself on fire. Sam asks, what do you think your biggest takeaway has been since starting the podcast? I don't know if you necessarily meant about like Lord of the Rings or just like the whole experience in general, but just in general, I don't know. It always, it just surprised me how actively and passionately people cared about this work of fiction and the movies and the books and everything. And like the movie, the books came out so, so, so long ago. And like, 
people are still reading them. They're definitely not as popular to read as they once were back when, you know, they published, I don't know, four books a year. <laughs> like, what else did you have to do except for read Lord of the Rings? And now it's like, I'm going to listen to the audiobook at two times speed. But yeah, I guess I, it just surprised me. Um, and it was really... It was a really wonderful surprise to see, like, how much people still care about this story. Curtis asks, now that you've read the books and seen Jackson's movies, what are your hopes for the Amazon series? I have no hopes. I literally have no expectations. I'm honestly just expecting to be disappointed. I'm expecting for them to, I mean, they've already kind of, I believe his name is uh, is Sir Lenny Henry, um, who is an actor of color, from what I understand, coming from like a very distinguished like stage background. And he is going to, I believe he's playing a hobbit. And that's awesome. I'm very excited. However, I'm very worried that like, oh, they announced this to be like, look, we're progressive and we're being inclusive. And then we're probably not even going to see that character at all. So I'm kind of worried about them maybe playing up the importance of more diverse characters. I would love, I want to see, I want to see more women in action. I want to see more women in action. I want to s- I want to see people besides white dudes in action, okay? And I doubt that's going to happen. It's not even like, oh, I'll be disappointed, but not surprised. I don't even think I can be disappointed at this point. I think my feelings, I can only go up, you know? I can only go up from here. Man, that's crazy. I just pulled up my Instagram archive so I could pull up the questions, and it says, two years ago, I posted... <laughs> It was a meme about Boromir taking the ring, which means it was two years ago that I that I finished reading Fellowship of the Ring. That like just on the grand scheme of things, it's really wild for me to think about. Two years ago, I finished reading Fellowship of the Ring. One year ago, I was knee deep in <laughs> Peter Jackson world uh, of the movies. Um, and I was genuinely losing my mind. <laughs> I was going crazy. It was also just like a rough point in my life personally. There was just a lot of things happening behind the scenes that had nothing to do with the podcast. And then meanwhile, like Sam comes on screen and saying, how can it ever go back to being good when it's been so bad or whatever? And I'm just like, you're right, Sam, how can it? And then I'm like, I have to get on a microphone and podcast about this now. Anyway, that being said, the scope of this podcast is nuts. And a year from now, I have no clue, so don't ask. I know that we'll have just finished watching uh, the first season of the Amazon Prime series. Can they just come out with a freaking name already? I hate calling it the Amazon Prime series. God. Okay, these questions are from Instagram. I'm definitely not going to get to all of them, um, but I am going to try and move a little more rapid fire through them. Audrey Elise Moore asks, would you have liked for Aragorn to end up with Eowyn? The answer is yes, because then Faramir would be available for me. Whale of a Kale or two asks, which Lord of the Rings character would you like to see a simple postscript story about? The thing is, is that Tolkien wrote all of those already. Kay Sully Pants asks, would you like to be a hobbit, elf, or a human? I think I want to be an elf just so I could be like unnaturally hot. Your local Templar asks, what kind of music do you like and who's your favorite artist? I am big on indie, like indie folk, indie pop, indie rock, that kind of stuff. Spotify actually classified it in one of my like unwrapped as stomp and holler. A lot of stomp and holler stuff. A lot of stuff like the Lumineers, I guess, which is ironic because the Lumineers aren't really even one of my favorite bands. The Head and the Heart is my favorite band of all time. Uh, but lately, I've also been listening to a lot of Vampire Weekend and a lot of Lord Huron. 
Ail Batazzi asks, do you listen to music while reading? Uh, generally, yeah. I definitely, I'm the kind of person who I can't have quiet of any kind because then I'll be alone with my thoughts. Generally, yeah, I'll listen to music while reading, especially if I'm like sitting outside on a nice day or I'm in a hammock and I'm just reading something that's like light and casual as opposed to reading Lord of the Rings when I usually did not listen to music while reading Lord of the Rings. Sometimes I would with The Hobbit because it's obviously much easier to comprehend. Um, But even still reading Lord of the Rings, a lot of times I would put on like background, soft, lo-fi music, basically. Natalie Glade asks, what are the first few steps to starting a podcast? That's a great question. I'm also sort of a terrible person to ask that because I got pretty lucky with starting That's What I'm Talking About. If you don't know, I tweeted that that's what I'm talking about is a good name for a Lord of the Rings podcast and that, oh, hey, I could do this and I could have it be about my first time experiencing Lord of the Rings. And then some, not even friends at the time, just random acquaintances from my college. They had a podcast and one of them replied and said, that sounds like a good idea. I'd love to help you make that a reality. So I had lots of help. So I would say in general, also, that means that there's, you know, a community of podcasters who want to help you out. So check on Reddit, check on Facebook. There are lots of, you know, small podcaster or beginning podcaster groups to join and look into for some of that beginning advice um, and support. And then in terms of some of the details that you asked about, like starting equipment, writing, editing tips, if you're going to do a podcast that's scripted, I don't know how to give you advice for that. But writing in general, I will recommend you listen to the podcast Start With This. It is Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Craner, the uh, creators of Welcome to Night Vale talking about basically just various topics within the creative process. And I found it really fascinating to listen to. So I definitely recommend that. Um, Equipment. You don't need a fancy microphone to start. I will say use something other than whatever microphone is your computer's internal mic because those usually are terrible. The mic that I started out with was like $30 from Amazon. I just did some digging and found one that I thought was a good balance of cost versus efficiency. And I read the reviews and the mic worked great. Once I 14 episodes into the podcast, turned it in the right direction. However, you can also use the mic that comes in AirPod. I don't have AirPods, but I believe they come with a mic because there are lots of people at my job who sign on to Zoom calls with AirPods in. So I'm assuming there's a built-in microphone in there or um, the microphone if you have the wired earbuds that come with your iPhone. Those will work great too to get you started. Audacity is a free editing program. That's what I use. I have to use a little workaround because I have a Mac, um, but you can Google that if you're also having that issue. However, Macs also come with GarageBand, I believe, already loaded onto it, so you can look into that. You'll need a hosting website. I use Podbean, but Anchor is a good option to look into for beginners. And then I would say the main thing is that whatever you're going to podcast about, make sure you enjoy it and make sure it's enough that you can continually and consistently make content out of it. Um, If you're going to be like, well, let me post one or let me post whenever I have the time. I mean, you can do that, but your numbers are not going to do very well. If you want to see results out of it or build a community out of it, post consistently. Post um, for three months every week or every other week, whatever this 
schedule is. Whatever schedule you make, just stick to it. And finally, don't host a podcast where you're going to have to have a guest on every single episode. I say that as someone who has a guest every episode. So I have absolutely loved discussing this topic with my guests. It's been really wonderful. However, there's a lot of work that goes into that than I think people realize. I think a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't have anyone that I want to do a podcast with or I don't know anyone who would even be interested in doing this with me. So I'm going to do it by myself and I'll get guests on every week. You can do that. Just recognize that it's actually going to be a lot more work. There's a lot of doing research and (laughs) a lot of like internet stalking on my end to figure out like, hey, is this person who isn't necessarily a Lord of the Rings content creator, a Lord of the Rings fan. Are they a fantasy fan in general? Can I convince them to watch this part of the movie, even if they've never seen it before? Are they going to be charismatic? And are they going to be fun for me to interact with and fun for listeners to listen to our conversation? There's a lot of messages that I send out that I never hear back from. There's a lot of um, having to pester people when they say, yeah, I'm interested in coming on, and then I never hear from them again and having to double check and triple check and make sure, hey, is is this time still okay? And being flexible if something comes up and coordinating with time zones. And then there's also a lot of reaching out to people that I just never hear back from for one reason or another. I would say, Of all the messages I send out asking, hey, would you be interested in coming on the show? I probably hear back from, I don't know, half of them. (laughs) Maybe not half. That seems a little extreme. But that was a lot of talking about podcasting. And I hope that whatever it is you're interested in, you know, go go with your gut. Like I said, it needs to be something that you are genuinely interested in. If you're going to sit down and make content about it and be excited about it and get other people excited about it, then that's awesome. And I wish you the best of luck. Also related to podcasting, Andrew Tate asked, how do you feel, how do you learn to feel comfortable hearing recordings of your own voice? Honestly, you just become desensitized to it is the honest answer. I mean, if you're someone who, if you want to do podcasting and you absolutely hate the sound of your own voice, then maybe don't do podcasting. (laughs) Um, But at the same time, you just don't even, you don't even think about it after a while. May Kiefer 55 asks, thoughts about fan theories and fandoms? You can listen to, if you haven't already, listen to the episode I just released with Mike Schubert. We talked a lot about what it's like to come into the fandoms. Two of the most massive, famous fandoms, by the way, Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, like, holy cow. We came into them very late in the game and very, you know, hot and heavy where it's like, hi, we're content creators. Mike, even I'm not even putting myself on the same level. His is way more popular Harry Potter content creation than my podcast is. But like, even still, it's very, it's a very intense experience. But I would say in general, I absolutely love every fan theory. For me, it's not, oh yes, I agree with that fan theory. I like basically any fan theory. And I think that's what makes fandoms positive or that's that is when they are positive is when people can share whatever theories and insights and thoughts that they have and 
have people be like, oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I never saw it that way. I like to think of it as X instead. That is uh, what makes fandoms great. And what makes fandoms not great is when someone says, oh, well, my theory is that when Sam gets to the Undying Lands, he and Frodo do end up together after all. And someone says, how dare you? Tolkien was a Roman Catholic. There's no such thing as homosexuality in Lord of the Rings and you're sexualizing these characters and blah, blah, blah. That's not fun. So as long as everyone is sharing their own theories without harming or being disrespectful to other people, I'm all for it. Branded Mopar asks, why do you hate all that we love, aka Animated Hobbit? I don't hate the Animated Hobbit, and you will hear more about that on Tuesday. So that is where we are going to end this episode. Uh, Come back on Tuesday to hear my thoughts about the Animated Hobbit. Uh, I don't hate it. Spoiler alert, it was actually the most enjoyable uh, at this point that I'm recording this. I have watched all three of the animated movies. Whoo, what a trip. Anyway, like I said, uh, I will make sure to share links whenever possible for the content that I'll be covering so that you can also watch it, whether you know you want to watch it ahead of time or you watch it after the episode comes out. So check on social media. Make sure to follow if you aren't already at Tolkien About Pod on Twitter and Instagram. You can also join the Facebook group. Again, I'm going to do my best to share links whenever possible, but I might forget, so please don't hate me. So that's why it's probably best to just follow Tolkien About on every platform possible so that if one week I forget to post it to Instagram, it's okay because you already follow it on Twitter. All right, I'm going to close this out. Thank you for everyone who submitted questions. I'm sorry if I didn't get to answer yours, as you can tell by probably the length of this episode episode, there were a lot of questions to get to. And like I said, on Tuesday, we were covering The Animated Hobbit. I will leave a link in this episode description if you'd like to watch that ahead of time. And until then, bye. Bye.